This is the Ed Life Podcast, where the wife, the teenager, and the Ed will talk about professional wrestling, theme parks, pop culture, and even toys, or whatever else that jerk refuses to pay me, Doofy, wants to talk about. The Ed Life Podcast. Yay! All right, back in the toy room today, it's the wife, the teenager, and me. I'm the Ed, and I'm here to tell you, I quit. No, I'm not quitting podcasting. Sorry, going to continue to do that. I quit my job. But don't worry, don't worry. They knew. I gave them plenty of notice. I also gave them 25 years. But now it's time for me to go on and have some new experiences and chase that magic. I think you know what that means. But this episode is going to be all about the past 25 years in my life and at work. A little bit of both. So we're going to have some fun and some cool, uh, funny little uh, work stories will pop up throughout the podcast. Uh, we're going to focus on the fun fun part, the funny part, the, the entertaining part of the past 25 years. Uh, but first, with us, you know where we're going with us. It's the chipmunk, the unpaid intern, the heart of the show, Doofy, Doofy, what's up? Well, actually, if I'm going to be honest with you, I, I was doing the same job when I as when I started. Oh, well, I mean, you probably became pretty important, and I'm sure you were respected. I, I, I guess, but really, I I ended with more bosses than when I, I started, so I'm not, I'm not sure what that means. Oh, but you're definitely going to be missed. I'm sure the company went all out for you when you left. Actually, HR told me I wasn't old enough for a cake. Uh, I'm starting to understand why you don't pay me. Uh, Doofy, just start the show. What's the greatest faction in podcast history been up to? What's been going on, y'all? <laughs> All right, it's around the faction. I gotta tell you, Doofy made me kind of feel bad about myself there. Yeah, yeah. that Doofy. He's a, he's a, he's a... He's a piece of work, isn't he? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Speaking of work, I quit. I quit. I did not retire. I ed tired. Was it a I quit match? Well, yes, actually, and I lost. Hmm. I got my uh, tuchus handed to me. So I quit after over 25 years, and that's what this podcast is going to be about. That's what the main event... Well, it's not going to be about me quitting. No. Because I don't want this... And I don't want to, I didn't quit, quit. I, uh, we, uh, we just separated. Yeah. It was a, it was a separation. Yeah. Um, mutual, mutual, I believe. <laughs> it was mutual. But, um, no, they had plenty of notice. And I, this isn't going to be a negative thing. It's not. We're really, on this episode, we're just kind of, we're going to have some Ed stories that's going to pop in, um, uh, throughout the podcast. Yeah. Some, mm-hmm. some funny Ed Work at work stories that's going to pop through the pot podcast, um, and we don't want it to be negative. I mean, there probably could be some hard feelings, but there is not right in this podcast, at least. <laughs> right. uh, we'll t- keep the lighter side of my time there, but also the podcast is going to be talking about mostly the main event is going to be talking about 1998 when I started over 25 years ago. Yeah. 
So we're going to be talking about what was going on in 1998 in the parks. And I have some cool wrestling stuff uh, from 1998. Uh, for the main event, the Mikey's Classic Movie Review will be from a movie from 1998. Yeah. Oh, so many years ago. 25 years ago. Uh, also with that, a lot of changes going on. Not just that. The Toy Room, if you look at the YouTube channel, Ed Life Pod, uh, the Toy Room, I did a Toy Room tour, which I kept promising, and now it is starting to be taken down, as there is a, a pending move mm-hmm. Yes, coming up. So, you know, it looks a little different here. still looks kind of cool, because we're going to be here for a little bit, so, you know, we we need our world here. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, yeah, so anything else, got anything else going on? Uh, the teenager is about to become a an adult teenager. Yeah, yeah, that's true. <laughs> Coming up to to the big one eight, mm-hmm. a lot of changes going on. So what are you gonna do? Go buy a lotto ticket and pack of smokes? Yeah, probably. All right, I will say yes to the lotto ticket, no to the smokes. I know. I hope you win the lotto because, yeah, I just quit my job. Yeah. I do have another job lined up. Actually, a few. Shh. <laughs> yeah. What, what was I looking for? What was I looking for? Nothing. What? <laughs> Stop. <laughs> that just got weird, and I don't want to re-record this. But uh, <laughs> I don't know what that was looking for. Um, yeah, so nobody's got else, nothing else going on? I have not told my parents yet, but it's not for lack of trying because I called. <clears throat> they just didn't answer yet. But uh, I got some new ink this week. Yes, I bought a <clears throat> nice pack of markers yeah. for Christmas. Mm-hmm. And I drew pictures on myself. <laughs> nah, she got some tats. What she got? She got Snoopy Hold the Beatles record. Yeah. and I She got... got a Harry Potter tattoo. Mm-hmm. And then I got a little wave with the sunshine. Yes, and she already had a Lilo and Stitch uh, Ohana tattoo or whatever. Yes. So she said she's got everything she loves tattooed on her. Yes, I did not mention mine nor Mikey's name. Yeah. <laughs> but other than that, or the dog that's so obsessed with her and sitting on her lap as we speak. But yeah, so that's going on too. Lots of changes. Yeah. Lots of changes. Lots of changes. Uh, anything else? No. No? Nothing else? All right, let's start the show. All right, here is the story of the Ed life meeting the work life. And if you know anything about the Ed, if you've met me, or if you've listened to the Ed Life podcast long enough, you understand I am a incredibly awkward human being. And on top of that, I have a very difficult time asking for help, probably because of my awkwardness. So just so you know, this story is in no reflection of the individual in the story, as much as it is myself, my... And, Intense awkwardness. But I will say I the start of the story was me being me and just trying to entertain myself. Me and my wife were down to one vehicle. We had one in the mechanics at the mechanics shop. And um so she dropped me off, I believe, and then she used the car, but she was at work and um her work she worked at a urologist and she was you know, she I don't know how exactly how far away she was. It was walkable, but it would have been a long walk and I would have had to cross a uh 
a busy street. And to me, it was it was long enough to ask for a ride, but not so long to where you'd really be inconveniencing someone. So I walked up to this uh, fellow co-worker at the time. His name, uh, I walked up to Davis. We'll call him Davis. And I said, I don't like to use real names. I said, I said, hey, Dave, can, can, can you drive me to the urologist after work? And I will say this. Like I said, I kind of did that on purpose. But I will say, the look on his face when he looked back at me and said, are you okay, Biggie? And uh, it still warms my heart to this day. I said, oh, yeah, no, I'm fine. Uh, we're done in one car. My wife has it, and she works there. He's like, oh, yeah, not a problem. Where, where, where does she work? I said, well, you know, uh, the urologist, I said, do you know where the old movie theater used to be? He said, yeah, I know where that is. I know where that was. And uh, he said, yeah, sure, after work. So after work, me and him hop in the car, and, and we're driving. You know, you know me being awkward. I, I think we're talking, but not a whole lot. And he's, he's driving to the old movie theater. And we're, we're pulling into the parking lot. It's one of those big old joint parking lots that had multiple businesses in it. And uh, I believe next to the urologist was uh, a tattoo parlor, perhaps a pizza hut, and a Bible bookstore. And so we're in the parking lot, and we're driving down one of the aisles, and we're literally headed straight for the building that says urologist on it. So as he gets up to the building, he hangs the left. As he's getting up to the building, he hangs the left. And we're right in front of the door. I'm thinking, okay, so he's going to drop me off in front of the door. Great. What a pal. Door-to-door -door service can't ask for anything better. But as we we started to drive past the door, I'm like, all right, this dude is legit. He's looking for a parking spot. He's looking for an empty parking spot. This guy, he plays by the rules. But he kept driving past the urologist and into the other parking spots. I'm like, okay, well, maybe the guy, and admittedly, I probably should have said something right there. Like, hey, that was the urologist. But at this point, I'm thinking, I don't know what's going on. Maybe he has some errands he has to run. And who am I to complain? He's doing me the solid. Perhaps he needs a Bible and a tattoo. Who knows? And by the way, right outside the tattoo parlor was another coworker we work with outside just smoking a cigarette or something. And at this point, he's driving past all those businesses. I'm like, huh, I don't know what's happening right now. Again, probably a perfect time for me to say something, but I was too busy trying to understand what I should do at this point. Is he taking me like on some other errands. But as we're passing those other businesses, we're embarking on another parking lot, a, a larger parking lot. And I'm starting to figure out what's happening. We're driving towards a completely different medical center. Again, when I figure this out, probably a good time to say, oh, I'm sorry. The urologist was back there. I did not do that. <laughs> Uh, I was trying to figure out what my uh, line of action should be. So I'm like, all right, here's what's going to happen. I'm just going to have to walk back. So he drops me off 
at the door, as close to the door as he could get, because it's a really long walkway from the parking lot to the door. Uh, so he drops me off, and I get out of the car. Never intending on actually going into this building. So I get out of the car. Thanks. Awesome. Uh, and I start very slowly walking back to this building that I really need nothing to do with. And as I'm watching him kind of drive off. But then he turns around and comes back. And I'm probably at this point halfway. <laughs> this is how slow I'm walking. So I, I go back to see, you know, what he wanted or had to say and he said is everything okay biggie i'm like yeah 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 uh i don't know if she's expecting me this early i don't know if she's on break yet so i was uh, i was just kind of taking my time he's like oh okay okay so then he took off and i hightailed it into the building and now i'm inside the building looking out the glass uh glass making sure the guy has driven away and out of sight and at that as soon as i notice he's he's gone i walk through all the parking lots past the other co-worker who's still out there smoking i give him a wave and hey how you doing and i walk into the urologist i ask for lara she's my wife the wife here and she asked me how's it going I, i said just give me the keys i got the keys i left and The next day, we still didn't have our car, and I walked. How about some theme park conversation? Hey, why doesn't Chip and Dale have a ride? All right, theme park talk. Theme Theme park talk. All right, so to clarify, come the main event, there's going to be more news, but old news. Yeah. In the main event. In the main event, we're just going to kind of talk about the, the wife here has a lot of news. For 1998. Things that happened in the Disney parks. Uh, when I started at my job so many years ago. Yeah. So that's going to be the main event. Here we're kind of going to do what we kind of did with the wrestling. We're just going to talk about what the parks have meant to us over the past 25 years. Because honestly we didn't start really going to the Florida parks until... What, 2010? 2010. But I know for me... It's meant a lot over this span because it was my escape. Mm -hmm. And that's why they're there. It's to be an escape, just like wrestling. That's why it's there. That's why a lot of people do what they do. Mm -hmm. They hunt, fish, golf. I don't. But they do that. That's an escape. Knit, whatever. Watch Hallmark movies. Whatever you do, it's an escape from the stresses. And that's, you know, Mm -hmm. very uh, much what the parks have been, for me at least. Yeah. And Disney, really, in all aspects, the parks... Movies, cartoons, like yeah, they're all escapes and they're yeah. all different levels of escape. And uh, the way the Disney parks and Universal parks mm-hmm. and now SeaWorld mm-hmm. uh, parks use the term immersion. Yeah, you're totally immersed. You're not even thinking about your job. How many? No, when you're like instru- at these parks, you forget there's Where a world outside of. Yeah. Where you are. Perfect example is the time that we went to be our guest and ate lunch there. And, like, we were in a room where it was snowing. And then you leave and walk out into, like, 90-degree humidity. Sun like, shining. Yeah. And you're like, oh, yeah, I'm I'm in Florida. Yeah. I'm, like, wearing shorts. And <laughs> so, 
you are not thinking about your job. I wasn't thinking about my job. We weren't thinking about the stresses at home. We weren't no. thinking about, wow, we're going to have to pay for this when we get home. <laughs> no, because you're just, you're just scanning your magic band. Money's not really a thing there. Like, <laughs> But it's all, it's all magical money. Yeah. But the way we always did it, most of it was paid for before we went. Yeah. So we didn't have to deal with that. You know, we mm-hmm. everything was paid for before we went, uh, for the most part. Uh, I don't think Be Our Guest was at that point, but no, it was. <laughs> uh, we had the money set aside. But anyways, yeah, and it's just been an escape. It's been an escape for me for the past 25 years, whenever we could get out there. Mm-hmm. Or other theme parks, like when we would go to Six Flags that's near us. Mm-hmm. We've had a blast doing that stuff. I physically and mentally can't ride some of the things you guys do. Yeah, But there was one time at Six Flags, I totally outrode the wife over here who calls herself a thrill seeker. Yeah, I am a thrill but seeker. But I, uh, I wrote, I, I outlasted her on the, on the theme park rides. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I was still riding those coasters and she says, I just can't anymore. I don't like the spinny rides. No, this, this was a roller coaster. You said, I can't do it. The Batman, uh, what was it? Batman. Oh, the Dark Knight. The Dark Knight coaster. You just couldn't hang with me. And I don't know what she's doing, but she's just... <laughs> I'm just thinking right. about it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but especially when you go to the Florida parks, for us, like, it, there's been times, like, I just, as soon as we get on the tram in the airport... Mm-hmm. Uh, you forget, like, you forget all about the I stuff. I smile the yeah. entire time. You forget about all the stuff going on at home. And, like, and there'd be stuff at home. There'd be stuff at work. But, like, you just forget about it. You're completely submerged. You're not exactly. worried about anything else. And I'm just happy the entire time mm-hmm. there. And yeah. That was a, it was a uh, great, great, great experience. That's what those theme parks are used for. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A- anything to stand out in the past 25 years. For any of you. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, well, like I just said, the... Uh, <laughs> they are not very talkative the very, today. <laughs> the Be Our Guest experience, that's just like something that always stood out. The first time that we went, and they did like the welcome ceremony outside of... Yes, and you're tearing up. Yeah. I said, I've almost died twice, and you're tearing up. I saw Mary Poppins. <laughs> <laughs> I was almost Mary Poppins. Flying, I'm Mary Poppins, y'all! <laughs> I saw Mary Poppins for crying out loud. Oh, actually, that uh, one of the when we went to the 1900 Park Fair breakfast, that was like they had some really good like little meet and greets with the Mad Hatter and Mary Poppins and um, the actual Mary Poppins. Yeah, the, the real Mary Poppins. She was there. The Mad Hatter was really funny. Like he was talking to Mikey and he was talking about his R2-D2 Mickey had and... Okay. One of my favorite memories is we was hanging out at the pool in a oh, pool <laughs> at one of the All-Stars because we always do the the value resorts because we're hardly there, right? But we're hanging out at the pool. This is another Lara Life story. I know. These are, you haven't done a Lara this, Life in a while. I know. Should this be the Lara Life podcast today hey, and yeah. not so much the Ed Life? Oh, believe me. The, the work stories are being played yeah, throughout the, the show. I know. It's, yeah. the, it's still the end life. <laughs> uh, but Lara's like, we're all hanging out in the pool. Me and Lara's talking. The wife here's talking. And then uh, she sees uh, the back of Mikey. And she kind of gives him a little, was it a knee or a foot? A foot. <laughs> a foot right up the tuchus. 
And she goes, whoop. And I tried to stop him, but yet I was frozen in time because I realized that was not Mikey. (laughs) I just see this child around with the biggest scare, like, Look of fear in his face. Well, before he that could was turn about around, to hit Lars. <laughs> before he could turn around, Percy kind of jerked forward ever so slightly <laughs> because of the foot being pushed into his butt. <laughs> <laughs> and the teenagers over here freaked out. I don't know what. <laughs> but <laughs> it was funny. Um, the teenager's not liking the story. It wasn't him. It was not him. <laughs> but, it was a stranger. <laughs> it was a pretty, it was a fun story. I'm sorry, Mikey, that AA tried to kick you in the butt, and I'm sorry <laughs> that it was not you. What are you more sorry about? The, the fact that I was going to kick you in the butt, or the fact that it wasn't you? Are you happy? And the fact that you're telling everyone that you're going to kick me in the butt? <laughs> you were a small child at the time. It wasn't like yesterday. Uh, yeah, but I mean, those those are just some of the fun things. Yeah. The time the glass broke yeah. on me. We were at a, a pretty fancy restaurant. It was a character meal. Mm-hmm. But I went to go, it was a buffet. But I went to go have a drink. And the next thing I knew, I think I was the last person in the entire restaurant to understand what happened. Like, the next thing I knew... My pants were just soaking wet. You, yeah, you were embarrassed. My pants were soaking wet. And I'm like, what? why is my pants wet? I looked down and I realized my entire food, my entire plate was covered in soda. And I'm like, what happened? I realized. You were holding your cup. so you Yeah, I was holding my cup. I'm like, it. I didn't spill this. What happened? The bottom of the cup just. Detached. Detached from the rest of the cup. It was glass. And. The soda just went everywhere, and and the poor cast members were trying desperately to make it right with me, but I was okay. Like, I wasn't mad at anybody. I wasn't sure really what happened. And the one fellow said, yeah, this has happened before. He said it actually happened to a wedding they were having uh, done at the the restaurant, and it happened to a bride. Yeah. So imagine imagine. there. I bet she got some fast passes that day. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But that was another funny, that was an actual Ed Life moment. Yeah, there you go, an Ed Life moment. Yeah. Yeah. But is there anything you want to bring in, talk about? Can't think of any Do you have any embarrassing moments of others that you want to share? No. (laughs) There was the uh, time that you needed more ketchup, and you got, like... 50 bottles of ketchup. Oh, yeah, yeah. that's a common gimmick yeah. at that. Yeah. That particular restaurant. Yeah. That wasn't just me. It was just a thing where, like, out, out of nowhere, they have everyone take their check ketchup bottles to somebody at yeah. some one table. Yeah, yeah. I need ketchup or more ketchup. Mm-hmm. And then everyone... Who has ketchup brings it to your table. Yeah. <laughs> I just like that because that's a fun picture that I have mm-hmm. of Mikey, like, with all the ketchup. Yeah. See, he's smiling now. He's not as irritated now. But yeah, so that was just some of the stuff that has helped us escape and have fun over the past 25 years. All right, next is Mikey's classic movie review. All right, here's another Ed Life meets work story. This was definitely an Ed Life moment. Uh, Sometimes I can be a little bit 
spacey, if you will. Uh, <laughs> I just think it's because I got so much going on. That's, that's my uh, defense. Anyways, so one of the, usually the dogs are asleep when I'm leaving. You, I mean, the whole house is usually, is usually asleep when I'm leaving. That is not you, unique to the dogs. But for some reason, I can't remember why one or all the dogs wanted out or something that morning. And I just threw on my house shoes or whatever. And uh, I let the dogs out. And they did what they had to do. And I brought them back in. And I grabbed my stuff to go to work. And I headed off. I went to work. And it wasn't until I was really close to work or maybe even pulling in the in the parking lot when I realized I didn't have shoes on, which is a requirement for this business. <laughs> so as soon as I got in the building, I headed straight to uh, my boss. Uh, on the way there, I saw people looking at me laughing, said, forgot your shoes, huh? I'm like, yep. And I'm going to tell my boss right now that I'm going to be a little bit late. So I went and let my boss know that I'm going to be a few minutes late because I need to go back home and grab some shoes. So that was a pretty uh, fun day because people kept asking me if I had my shoes. And yeah, <laughs> the day I didn't wear shoes to work. Grab your popcorn and let's do some pro wrestling talk, brother. All right, it's wrestling talk, wrestling talk time, and I'm not going to lie to you. I was ill-prepared last week. I kept calling TNA, TNT. I don't know. I was kind of ill-prepared last week. And guess what? I'm ill-prepared this week as well. Ill-prepared. Um, that's kind of fun. <laughs> uh, so, uh, one of the things, plus I just want to clarify, those of you who heard around the faction, the weird looks I was getting was because... One of the Fruit Loops was terrorizing the toy room, and I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't wanting to be brought to my attention at the time, <laughs> but yet they wanted to bring it to my attention at the same time. It was, it was just weird. reaction, like... Uh, <laughs> yeah, so I just was really confused. Uh, so, well, like I said, here's one of the things I'm going to start talking about. Like I said, this is not wrestling news, it's just wrestling talk. Uh, like I said, I'm redoing the toy room. I'm kind of just kind of... Tearing down to, for things to be shipped, but also kind of just kind of, you know, rearranging some things because we will be here for a little bit longer. So uh, some of the stuff is remaining. Uh, what I've started to do is actually hang my mint on card figures to the wall, which looks really good. And yeah. I kind of wish I would have did that sooner. <laughs> I have been admiring that. Yes, yeah, most most obviously... Uh, the, the autographs are going to be mint on card. Those those are up there looking pretty nice. And I really like the look of it. So, yeah. yeah. Check out the toy. Uh, well, that wouldn't be the toy room, too, because that's when I rearranged. Right. <laughs> uh, but check out my Instagram. I'll show pictures of it. It's looking really good. And the stuff's looking neat. Uh, another thing that we can talk about. Oh, I have an idea. Can you bring up the Facebook page? The Facebook. Uh Mikey got one of his uh, birthday presents early. And what he got was a book I had made, a small book that I had made, that had um, a lot of pictures from our time at wrestling events. It's just kind of a, a 
timeline of sorts of all the wrestling things that we have partaked in. Just go to my page there. And it was kind of inspired over a really cheesy post that I did on Facebook about wrestling. And she's scrolling because I post a lot. Uh, what I, I mentioned, I said, what's funny is so many gals are reading this wishing their husbands talked about them the way I talk about wrestling. But Mikey's book was inspired by this, and I'll just give you a little a little read of this. And then we'll kind of talk about Mikey's book and some of the things that we have done throughout the the years. Yeah. Uh, wrestling is about moments. It's about the main event, the big entrance, the heel turn, the debut, the retirement. It's about the first live show you went to, those Saturday morning TV shows, meeting the people you grew up watching, taking your kids to shows, watching them cheer the good guys and boo the bad guys. It's about watching at home with friends and family and cheering together, sitting amongst strangers and crying together. Wrestling isn't about wins and losses. It's about those moments. It's about them creating moments and us living in them. Those moments will become memories and that, that will always be cherished. That is wrestling, and you can judge what you don't understand, but that won't stop them from wrestling, and it won't stop us from enjoying every moment. Mm -hmm. That's poetry right there, isn't it? I'm kind of dizzy. I'm so touched by what I wrote. Uh, anyways, so that is what inspired the book that I had made full of pictures and photographs of our time enjoying the moments, mm -hmm. enjoying the live wrestling events, and... Uh, Mikey can start. The cover's got, you know, our first AEW uh, live. No, it wasn't our first live our show. It was our second. Yeah. But it was the first time we actually sat on the floor to watch. So that was kind of cool. Yeah. But we can cool. just kind of thumb through there. The first time the first time we ever met a, a, a WWE superstar or legend was mm -hmm. at a Clash of Champions, I think. It was yeah, Clash. Clash. No, no. Legends. Clash at the Cove. Clash at the Cove. yeah. yeah. And the first person we ever met was Greg the Hammer Valentine. That day we met Greg the Hammer Valentine, Jimmy the Monster South Heart, and Axe from Demolition. Yeah. So I I know I was geek because these were the guys I've never I've always watched growing up. I mean these were my childhood guys. So I was just and and these clashes happen every year and it was always around my birthday. So that mm -hmm. was fun. Uh huh. This one I can't remember was if it was on my birthday or a couple of days before. Yeah, I can't that remember weekend. that particular one. But Greg, Greg the Hammer Valentine, first time we ever met somebody, so we didn't really know what to expect. And after meeting many, many, many people afterwards, he was not the friendliest. Yeah, I mean, he wasn't rude, but it was right. a it was we, a business transaction. Of, yeah, that's kind of <laughs> what we we've come to realize that that was not the normal. Yeah, and usually people are a little bit more friendly. Yeah, it was yeah. definitely a business transaction, but I was still. On cloud nine. Mm -hmm. I know Mikey was happy. We also, you can thumb, keep thumbing through. We also that day met, like I said, Jimmy Hart, who's awesome. He was pretty good. Yeah. He's pretty yeah. cool. He spent some time talking to us. You got to hold the megaphone. I mm -hmm. think you both did. No, just Mike. Just Mike. You got just to hold me. the megaphone. We met Axe. That was kind of, you know, it was, it was all right. Mm -hmm. And they also had a wrestling show mm -hmm. afterwards, after meet and greets and stuff. But the, that's, those clashes, we, we, after that, we continued to go. Mm-hmm. We've met one of the Bushwhackers, Barry Horowitz, Paul Roma, J.J. Dillon. All kinds of people like that. You can yeah. kind of keep going. Um, Cowboy Bob Orton was yeah. always there. Mm -hmm. You liked meeting Rob Conway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, 
Yeah, so we'll just move on after that. Yeah. About Rob Conway, but there's also pictures from some of our local indies. Mm-hmm. Our our local town always had something fun on their Fourth of July festival. We met some pretty awesome people there. Yeah, um, Rohi Raju. We yeah, met, we've Most was there. Times. He was. We've met him a couple times, mm-hmm. and that's always been fun. Uh, we, there was the time that you met him, had your picture taken with him, and then you met him again and had him autographed the picture. The picture. Yeah, that was good. He really thought that was And he cool recognized thing. it. He yeah, recognized he recognized it. it. He's like, oh, yeah, I remember that show. And he kind of laughed. And you could tell he wasn't <laughs> pretending to recognize it. Yeah. Because he, he kind of laughed when he said it. Like, yeah, I remember that. Yeah. It was just a really small, mm-hmm. small little show outside. We also, the AEW was always good. They would do AEW all out yeah. in Chicago. Right outside Chicago, and they always they had a party, mm-hmm. like a cookout or yeah. party type gimmick, right across the street from the venue. Mm-hmm. And we've met a ton of people there, mm-hmm. a ton of cool people. Uh, the acclaimed, yeah, the acclaimed. Uh, we have a picture of me and uh, Max Caster scissoring, and you and Anthony Bowens doing whatever you two yeah. are doing. Yeah, like you're both giving peace signs separately. I don't know, it's weird, mm-hmm. but. <laughs> those were always fun and i give AEW credit for doing that because yeah. it was mm-hmm. a free event mm-hmm. you know and the guys you know were just taking pictures and hanging out yeah they didn't charge you to for a meet and greet or anything like I that i met we saw smart mark sterling there because mm-hmm. they do like a little show like a little interview stage show kind of thing and we saw smart mark there which we had seen him before yeah and I've bought a figure off of him off Facebook. Before. And you were wearing his shirt at that. I was wearing his shirt, and this was kind of or <laughs> feelings a little bit, not really, but I was wearing his shirt. And keep in mind that man has more gray hair than I will in ten years. Right. <laughs> they call him Silver Balls for a reason. Um, <laughs> my wife just figured out why. Uh, <laughs> but on stage, he, he he was shocked that he saw me sitting in the front row with his T-shirt on, and then he. Promised everyone in the crowd that I was not his dad. So <laughs> he could have said brother. Yeah, he could have went brother or something, mm-hmm. but he went dad. He gave me a business card later, so that was cool. Yeah. Uh, we also went to Warrior Wrestling, which I don't know if they still do. We they went don't? to. Yeah, not, I know they don't do. Haven't done them in South Bend in a while. Mm-hmm. But we've met a lot of AEW stars going to Warrior Wrestling events. Yeah. Um, another of the local indies that we go to has seen a lot of. Fun guys uh-huh. and gals because they just had jazz too. Mm-hmm. That's true. Former Diva, Two Cold Scorpio, Gangrel, just Rhino. a few months ago. Yeah, that was just a, so we've seen some cool people there. I gotta tell you guys, if you like wrestling or are interested in wrestling, check out your local indies. Those things are fun. My wife actually, the wife here actually prefers the locals mm-hmm. indies as opposed to the the big brands. Don't yeah. You? Mm-hmm. Why? Do. Why would that be? I don't know. They're just more laid back and fun. Yeah, they're not taking themselves too seriously. No, no, and, they're not. You know, and that's that's what that's what's kind of fun about it. It's yeah, like it they're not like taking they them too more so fun seriously. with themselves. Like, yeah, well, see, that's why we like Warrior Wrestling too, because that was kind of a, a hybrid of the of the two. Yeah, where they're taking them, it's more seriously than your local indie, but yet there is still some fun. We saw, yeah. we didn't get to meet him, but we saw Frank the Clown there. Yeah, Frank the Clown. If you know him from, uh, Holy Foley. Mm-hmm. Dating Noel Foley's, uh, yeah. Dating Noel Foley. Noel Foley, yeah. Dating well, I was Noel. also looking at a picture of Mick Foley. That's why I was yeah. about to say daughter. But, 
Yeah, that's the, I, I I totally support the Indies, and I, I suggest anyone to check out the Indies, even if you're not into wrestling. Just check it out mm-hmm. and see mm-hmm. if you have a good time, and I bet you will. I really do. Yeah, it's a good place to go to meet some of these guys you used to watch. Uh, but speaking of the Foley's, we got to go see Mick Foley at mm-hmm. Pro Wrestling Tees. Yeah, he was a good guy. He's a cool guy. We got uh, one earlier mentioned autograph figures of him yeah. up on the wall. The dude love figure, which. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you listen to the Major Wrestling Figure podcast, they are not in love with that figure, which is funny because it's dude love. Right. Um, what else? We've, we've seen some guys at card shops, toy stores, you know, they come in. Mm-hmm. Um, Ortiz and um, I cannot um, remember this, this fellow's name. Um, oh, what the It's right... The, yeah. Is it like it starts with an E? Yeah, yeah. Ethan. Ethan Page. Ethan Page. Yeah. Sorry about that. And he's one of the cool people we met too. He was mm-hmm. a really good guy. Yeah, gracious. He was really nice. Um, yeah. One of the funner things because what's funny, what's fun about the wrestling world, is it takes you to places you wouldn't normally go. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like we traveled a, a couple states away. Would you say three states away? Ohio. Ohio, but we were almost in Pittsburgh. Yeah. And mm-hmm. we're coming from Michigan. Uh, to meet the Major Wrestling Figure Podcast. And we, we saw the whole crew, including uh, Hornswoggle, Dylan Postel. Yeah. That was fun because um, he actually did a cameo for my wife from me mm-hmm. when my wife was so hero- he- hero- heroic. Oh, somebody's full of themselves. <laughs> but <laughs> my wife, I, I had a, him do a, a cameo for my wife. Uh, for working during the pandemic when everyone else was at home and it was so heartfelt and you really really believe, yeah, yeah, it was so nice, nicely worded. It seemed very heartfelt. Uh, so she went and bought a t-shirt, a Muppets one, because they both liked the Muppets and Mm -hmm. she was wearing it when we went to go meet them. Mm -hmm. And this was a funny moment. And, um, he was like, Oh, before we even got up to him, he's like, Oh, I love your t-shirt. The teenager over here is used to people talking about his t-shirts. He's like, oh, thanks. And my wife's like, I think she's talking about his t-shirt that yeah. I'm wearing. <laughs> but yeah, they were a good group of guys. They were awesome. What else? We, we've we been to uh, Hogan's Beach Shop. Mm-hmm. We have some pictures of that in there. And uh, what else? More She's like different pictures of rings. and Yeah, all the different independent rings and the, the, the big league rings, you know. We have in there just some fun pictures. We mm-hmm. went to another thing we probably would have never done. We're not. This may shock some of you, but I'm not a big, like biker guy. I'm not like a Harley guy. But we went to Hog, Road Hogwat. No, it wasn't Hogwat. That was the actual wrestling event. Yeah, it was a big bike biker show, like festivities. Like there's probably thousands and thousands of bikers and bikes, mm-hmm. and we saw some some cool free wrestling there. You know. Yeah. That was fun. Uh, we met Dan Housen. We met him at, uh, uh, AEW show. Mm-hmm. We met him before and he's done a cameo for my father for his birthday. Mm-hmm. So that was that fun. That was fun. I forget about that. So I, it's just a book just commemorating all the fun things we've done. And, you know, I had some of the verbiage from that mm-hmm. cheesy Facebook post that I, I did. Yeah. And I plan on giving you another book maybe in the next 18 years. Yeah. yeah. I might do it from somewhere else. But right. 
Oh, don't say right. I hope I last another 18 years. No, no, no. no. <laughs> That's not how I took that. I didn't take it like that. But yeah, it's, uh, like I said, I just suggest going to indie events, big leagues, even if you're not into wrestling, just check it out and see if it's something you can be entertained by. I bet you will be able to. What are you guys, some of your favorite moments from the time we've spent amongst the wrestling world? Well, my little conversation with Swaggle was good. Also, when we, uh, we didn't necessarily meet with him, like we didn't talk with him this day, but Dan Housen, when he, uh, did his little tequila dance. Oh, yes. And then he was standing on our table that we were sitting at. Yeah, that was at the AEW party. Yeah. And he did not want to, for some reason, everyone was trying to get him to do the tequila dance, which he's kind of known for, but he didn't want to, but everyone was, the whole crowd was like hyping him up enough to do it so he did it and then he said at, after he was done he's like there you go it's the, la- the laziest tequila dance you'll ever see so the wife over here screams one more time <laughs> and he, he kind of waved his hand and said no no and he just got off the stage i don't know if he didn't want to mess up his face paint because it was hot out yeah and he did have a show to go he no it was cold that day was it i don't know what he probably he had to stop at walmart and i got pants well, that is weird yeah yeah, I do remember that. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe he just maybe he wasn't into it. That's funny. injured or yeah. he didn't want to sweat. I don't know, but it was kind of funny. He's like, eh, and wait. And that head. same show we yeah, saw RJ off. City. Yeah, we saw RJ City. He was funny, and it was that that was the same show where we saw John Moxley's wife, right, Renee? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so those were always fun. Like I said, they were free. Mm-hmm. We didn't even mm-hmm. go to the event. To be honest, we didn't even go to the wrestling event. We just went to the party. Yeah. And mm-hmm. we drove home while the event was going on. Yeah. Yeah, but do you have any? It doesn't have to be people or anything, but any yeah. favorite I've, wrestling. I do like uh, the Warrior Wrestlings we've gone to. Yeah, those were always fun. Mm-hmm. The Warrior Wrestling. Oh, the one Warrior Wrestling, I even got to, This was funny. Uh, we even met Will Ospreay, probably the, one of the most athletic human beings in the world. And I even got to have my picture taken in the Warrior Wrestling ring. And I then about fell. fell out of the ring as I was trying to leave. I'm like... This is great. I'm like six feet away from the most athletic human being in the world. Yeah. And my fat butt's falling out of the ring. So that was kind of funny. Yeah. Uh, but it's been fun. One of the, the whole entities, the whole situation to me was the Toy Hayo. That's where we met the major bot. Yeah. That was fun. Another fun, uh, when we were at one of the shows at the mall and somebody was from St. Joseph, Michigan, and I started booing him immediately. <laughs> and it was We didn't even know if he was the heel yet, no. but we just assumed. And he was. But I was yeah. yelling at him, where'd you learn how to how to fight at Silver Beach? Because, like, the year before or something, there was this huge brawl on the beach. <laughs> yeah, you you used to get... Oh, can I tell it? Yeah. Okay, all right. This is, a good, this is a long segment, but this may be a long show. Um, okay, this is one of the funner moments... At a local indie. The wife over here used to get really into him. Really into... Do you notice that I kind of calmed down since that... Yes, I do. I've <laughs> noticed that. Which, I mean, it is what it is. Believe it or not, I'm the least demonstrative at wrestling events. Uh, I'm not that demonstrative. You always have been. Until this day, apparently. <laughs> uh, <laughs> there was... Okay, I don't know where to start with this. At our local town... the independence show around independence day we saw a guy who would his whole gimmick was it was a very kid friendly 
atmosphere. His whole gimmick is, should I punch him in the butt? And the crowd goes, yeah. So he punched him in the butt. Well, for close to one of my birthdays, we went to another independent show. It was a little bit further out of, mm-hmm. out of the way. And it was kind of a really cool show. It was in somebody's backyard. Well, it was supposed to be in the backyard, but they moved it to the barn due to weather. So yeah. it was very low key, low yeah. budget, <laughs> which was fun. Those sometimes were the fun. Good, yeah. This is one of the funnest things we've done. And this, they were, these guys were wrestling and, uh, I, out of nowhere, my wife started, the, the, the big guy had the guy in the corner. He had him in the corner. He was pounding on him. And my wife recognizing this fellow screams, punch him in the butt. <laughs> I chanted it. I she started chanting. chanting, punch him in the butt. She basically stopped the match. The guy stops beating the opponent, turns to her with the most confused look I've ever seen on a wrestler's face, looks at her and says, you want me to punch him in the butt? And my wife's like, yeah! And then... He complied. He punched him in the butt. And my wife realized at that point, my son's face was just buried in his shoulder. I'm cracking up. I've got tears in my eyes. And she looked at me like, what? I said, you know, that's not the same fellow from Water of Lee. She's like, yeah, yeah. I said, well, first of all, the guy from Water of Lee's gimmick is USA. This guy's like from England. Right. And, and the thing is, we had seen him before, but I just was confused on which show. Chubby bearded white guy? Yeah. Yeah. It was also at that show that I'm going to throw you under the bus for something like just really like. <laughs> okay, so as he, as you said, they're, the show was supposed to be in the backyard. They moved it in because of weather to the barn. And it just so happened that when the one guy had this entrance. Like, this big gust of wind, like, blew the door open. <laughs> and he thought they planned that. <laughs> I'm like, how did they do that? We're in this guy's barn for the show, but they've got some major pirate, like, stuff like going on. the wind was blowing, and then there's thunder and lightning. Yeah, it started thundering and lightning, but when he came in, like, it was like this dark figure. Dark yeah, out. and then the big gust of wind blew the door open and he walked through. I'm like, man, I'm sitting here thinking this is low budget. We're in the guy's bar, but man, they got some special effects going on uh, here that I've never seen yet. He was like, how did they do that? And, I, but, and again, did it not get light and cheering after the match? Like, it, it started like... Yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was an Ed's birthday miracle. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I have a poster here of with my birthday date on it from one of the shows, you know, that so we yeah, got that to go watch. yeah, that one wasn't the one with uh, Greg the Hammer Valentine. Yeah, no, but I can remember, because uh, we went to three or four of them. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, I, like I said, I just, so many memories. been so much fun just watching pay-per-views as a family. Everyone putting their shirts on and then realizing it's almost nine already and changing immediately after. Yeah, <laughs> like you know what we got through the first match I'm putting my pajamas on mm-hmm. it's a bad mm-hmm. but no it's always been fun I suggest the wrestling wrestling uh, shows near you or anything like that they're fun yeah anything else anyone want to talk about because this is a long segment no I think no? I about covered covered it, covered it all covered it all it's fun have have fun with it next next segment 
All right, I don't know if you want to call this one the dumbest day I've had at work, which, yes, it would be dumber than the whole shoe thing. Or if you want to call it the bloodiest day I had at work, but each each of those would be pretty accurate. Uh, I'm not going to get into too much detail about what I was building, because then it would just kind of get confusing. And it, believe me, the whole story is kind of confusing enough. But basically, I had this little block that I had to get, put two rods in. I had to fit one rod into the hole of another rod, which also had the spring on it. Pretty large, heavy-duty spring. Now, I couldn't quite get the first rod into the hole. And by the way, the entire time I was using a pretty large press to do this. And I couldn't really get the one rod into the hole of the other rod with the spring on it. So I was slowly trying to get it in there with the press, but it wasn't lining up quite well enough. So I thought if I could just nudge it just a little bit as I was pushing the press, pulling the press down, I could get that first rod into it, in there. And that's exactly what happened. I nudged the the rod with the hole in it just enough to fit the other rod in there. Meanwhile, I was still cranking down on the press and um, I was able to do it successfully. Only problem was my finger was still in this contraption and now stuck in the spring. And at this point, I have pulled the press all the way down completely. Meanwhile, the, 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 the fellow next to me just started talking to me about something. And I'm trying to carry on a conversation with this guy. Meanwhile, <laughs> pushing, trying to push up on the press to release my finger. And I finally was able to do that. I, it took some work to get, because it was clamped down. It took some work to finally get the press up. And my finger released from the spring. And at that point, I, I'm still trying to conversate with the fellow. And I realized I was bleeding. Uh, so I then tried to clean up what blood I want, uh, was able to see. And the guy's like, dude, what's wrong? Are you okay? I said, yeah, I think I cut my finger a little bit. He's like, you're bleeding. You need to tell somebody. And, um, I was, but going to, but at that point I just went and got some towels to try to clean up what little blood I saw still. And then finally they sent over one of the bosses to help help me and well see what was going on with my finger and I, I'm not gonna lie I was I, I was beat up pretty bad <laughs> I was beat up pretty bad uh and he it took some a lot to bandage and yeah everyone I talked to I said no I'm fine I'm fine it, it's fine everything's fine uh but I was I was not feeling too well I was about to pass out I lost a lot of blood that day and I thought I went to talk to somebody and I come back and somebody said, Oh, I cleaned up the rest of the blood for you. I'm like, Oh, there's more blood. I thought I got it all. I'm so sorry. I was apologizing profusely. Like I was bleeding. And, uh, <laughs> they said, no, there was a lot of blood. And, uh, they had helped me bandage it up a couple of times and I'm not sure. 
I wasn't even able to move my finger for weeks after that. And to this day, my finger is the first part of my body to get cold. Like it freezes. Like sometimes I'll touch my neck or, or my wife and you can easily tell my one finger is like stone cold and the others are not, but it does move and it's fine now. But I realized later that I was probably bleeding a little, it looked, the blood war looked worse than it really was. Cause I was realizing on the way home when I was thinking about what I did, uh, the fact that I'm on blood thinners probably did not help the situation. And I got to tell you at the end of the day, that day, I saw some people bent over. I'm like, oh, are you guys still cleaning up my blood? They're like laughing. They're like, yeah. So we were finding blood pretty all over the department for the rest of that day, at least. Let me find my seat because we're about to hear Mikey's classic movie review. Can't wait to hear what he wants. All right. It's Mikey's classic movie review. And he is doing a movie from, you guessed it, 1998. What are yeah. you doing? The Big Lebowski. The Big Lebowski. That's what they called me the day I started. Oh, really? They did. They okay. said, oh, here comes the Big Lebowski. And that's what that was my nickname for many years. Okay. Yeah. Actually, they called me E. I don't know why. <laughs> and then the maintenance guys always called me Hollywood. I, I And uh, Stud. I don't think that was the insult they thought it was. <laughs> But anyways, all right, <laughs> the other Big Lebowski. Tell yeah. us about it. Uh, came out in ni- 1998. Okay. It was directed by the Coen brothers. Uh, it is very funny. And the way... <laughs> what? I like how you're like, it is very funny. <laughs> well, because it's a comedy. Well, yeah. Uh, but one thing that this movie is famous for, like, usually comedies... You know, the directors don't really care how it's shot. Like, they don't care how good it looks if it's a comedy. But, like, this one is shot very well. Okay, so they took more time into the yeah. actual production. We're, like, back in... Visuals. Back in, like, 1998. You're making me really old with this 89 stuff. 98. I'm sorry. <laughs> but, no, back then, like, if it was a comedy, they just didn't care yeah. how it was shot. Which is like what kind of separated it from other comedies back, back in the day. <laughs> now back in the day. Back in the day, yeah. Um, and the characters are all very, are funny, but all also very different than each other. Like they're all very, just their personalities are very different. Also, the movie some some fun facts. Now the fun facts are. Probably the best part of the the whole review, because these are wild. Okay. So, the movie was so popular that there was a whole festival called Lebowski Fest. <laughs> but, the you, one you know? the one that is absolutely wild is, it was also so popular that it started a religion called Dudism, where everyone follows the dude's lifestyle. <laughs> <laughs> speaking, weird. speaking of the word dude, it is used 160, 161 times through the film. Wow. I don't remember dude being that 
used in 1998. I well, they usually just use it, use it more for this movie. Yeah. yeah. It, to me, that was an early 90s thing. Mm. I still remember That's the Teenage Mutant Ninja yeah. Turtles. Yeah. Dude. And even though, like, the movie's, like, hugely about bowling, like, everyone in the dude's friend group always bowls. Wait a minute. This movie's about bowling? It's not about bowling, but, like... I thought it was, like, male dancers or something. No. What Are you thinking of Magic Mike? No. Yeah, I knew the Big Lebowski wasn't about but like dancing. What was that movie? The Boy Meets World episode where all the guys are on stage dancing. I know what you're talking. about. Wasn't that about. That's like that? That didn't have some like in relation to the Big Lebowski. What was that in relation to? I don't remember, but it was not. Wow, this and I'll, up have to, a lot. I'll have to. I'll have to, like, look into that. If it wasn't you, Magic Mike, because that wasn't out no, yet. No, that wasn't out yet. I thought that was, like, a Big Lebowski thing. That's why I always thought it was, like, about dancing. Yeah, no. Okay, wow. That clears up a lot. I mean, it's not about bowling, but, like... There's, there's no male dancers in there? There's no male dancing All right, let me, let me Google. All right, we got the wife Googling. You continue yeah. to review. Blueberry's knocking over a shelf. Yeah. Uh... Add one more. Speaking of how many times the word dude was used in it. Add it. Dude. Sorry. Seriously, dude. This is a pretty good review, dude. Thank you. You are welcome. I'm still very confused, though. It's confused me. I have obviously never watched this movie. Yeah. So I'm really relying on Okay. review. So the word dude is used 161 times, but the F word is used... 292 times, which is more than Scarface. Speaking of the wife, did you figure out what you... Oh, yeah. Yeah. Her her language has taken a decline, let me tell you, since yeah. yesterday. So did you figure out what I was thinking of? Because uh, that, that, that kind of thing I've seen done before. So it's based on a movie. What's the word you look for? Hot stuff episode. Hot stuff. So what, what would you give this? Is this something you would watch? Oh, yeah. It was actually... That was my second time watching it. Oh, it was. All right. Yeah. Would you watch it a third time? Yes, I would. I I think I would give it a... How many dudes? Eight dudes out of ten ten dudes. Eight out of ten dudes. Yeah. So that's pretty amazing. So maybe that wasn't about a... No, it was from a movie. Yeah. That's what I thought. So I I, I I really appreciate this movie review because I obviously know nothing about this movie. Yeah. And now I may not be scared to watch it. Yeah. I'm like, I don't want to watch this. So, anything from you? From the wife over here? About Mikey's movie? No. I think it was something maybe what, from... What I thought I was... From Saturday Night Live? Wasn't that like a... Uh... Well, I know Saturday Night Live used to do stuff with Chris Farley and stuff yeah. being Chippendale dancers, but I thought there was a movie related to I that. I can't find, but if, if anything, we'll have to find it and post it in the... Maybe I'll have Doofy figure it out, and he yeah. hasn't done anything in a while. Well, he's kind of mean to me today, so I'll leave that on him. Yeah, there's just a lot of... All right, so next is the main event. Let's get ready to rumble! It's time for the main event. What y'all arguing about today?
All right, it's time for the main event. The double main event. We got a double main event here. Yeah. The wife over here. Uh, we're going to stick with tw the 25-year gimmick. The wife over here has some news for the parks in 1998, the yeah. year I started. I have, I'm looking, and what I'm going to do is I'm going to look at the rosters on the day I start. Some of the wrestling rosters for WCW and uh, WWF at the time. That's cool. On the day I, I started, I'm going to kind of talk about who could use some figures. Because we've talked about action figures and how they're doing retro style action figures. All, all these companies and guys who are getting action figures that have never had any or haven't had any in a while. Right. So we'll do that. So what do you guys want to do first? Theme park talk or wrestling talk? Um, From 1998. You know what? I'm going to say... Theme park talk because I got my phone up. All right, she's got her phone up. So theme park talk. What was going on in the parks in 1998? 1998 was, there, was pretty big. Was there talk about a hot, young, upcoming uh, electronics assembler? And at uh, yeah, yes, there, there, there might be a mention of that. You might you mm, might hear something about there that. might be. All right, in 1998, Cinderella Castle Cake is returned to the original Cinderella Castle appearance. Walt Disney World. So that confuses me. So the castle cake is was, gone, or yeah, it just reemerged. Gone. They took the castle they, cake down. They I'm returned sorry. it to the regular, regular old boring castle. I would love to see the castle cake. I wish I was there that day. I was there to see the castle as a cake. birthday cake. Yes, I. I, I said we'd do it again. I yeah. didn't have a problem with it. I know a lot of people hated it, but I thought it was kind of cool. Um, on. Uh, January, uh, the, uh, a lot of the things that I found were like, people are really into like stamps. And so I have some that of the dates the that like some of the stamps came out. You know so, what? I, I for one would be more into collecting theme park, I'm guessing Disney stamps as opposed to popcorn buckets. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah. Cause that's the thing now is the popcorn buckets. So yeah. And on January 29th. Ghani issues 16 postage stamps depicting Mickey Mouse and friends, including Donald Duck and Goofy. And on February 16th, Micronesia, I think is how you pronounce it, issues 10 postage stamps depicting Winnie the Pooh characters. Winnie the Pooh, I found, was very big in 1998. You should see him now. Right. <laughs> February 26th of 1998, the All-Stars Cafe... Debuts at Disney's Wide World of Sports Resort at Walt Disney World. Official All-Star Cafe. We've never been to the Wide World of Sports gimmick. No. No, the ESPN. Maybe someday in the, in the future. Yeah, maybe. Mm -hmm. As um, long as they don't make me do anything athletic. This or, one... Or build electronics. This is... It says month unknown, but in 1998, the Academy of Motion, Picture Arts, and Sciences... Nominates the film Hercules for award for best song, Go the Distance. Who wants to do it? Okay, I will. Hercules! Hercules! There you All go. Right, there you go. On it's March 1st, the Disney Channel premieres the Bug Juice TV show. Oh. <laughs> I do remember, I was older than probably the, the group that they were targeting this at. But I remember I, I watched a few episodes and I thought it was pretty enjoyable. It was like basically 
the real world type thing, only it was kids at camp. That is awesome. It was pretty cool. I got to see if that's streaming. I'm going to be honest with you. They had one, uh, like, season. It was years and years and years later. Mikey and I watched it. Um, but I think, like, one of the counselors, like, was a camper in the earlier Bug Juice. Or something mm. like that. Yeah. Um, on March 21st, 1998, Red Rocket's Pizza Port opens in Tomorrowland at Disneyland. March 23rd, St. Vincent issues 19 postage stamps marking the, marking the 70th anniversary of Mickey Mouse. And they also issued 10 postage stamps depicting scenes from the Winnie the Pooh films. Yeah. Winnie the Pooh was big? Yeah. I wonder if there's a movie coming out that year. I don't know. I don't, I don't feel like there was. I mean, I'm trying to remember when the Many Adventures of Winnie the Pooh was re-released. Yeah. But it was huge at that time. Um, the Enchanted Tiki Room under new management attraction opens in Adventureland in the Magic Kingdom at Walt Disney World. It said a month unknown. It was just sometime in 1999. I don't know how I feel about the Enchanted Tiki Room. We've been a couple times. I like it. I think it's a it's fun It's nice to show. get out of the heat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A lot of people like it for that reason. I think it's... I like the music. It's fun. Yeah. On April 21st, a biggie. Uh, opening ceremony. Me, opening ceremony is held for Disney's Animal Kingdom in Walt Disney World, and it officially opened. Um, in '98, I know. Yeah, it was in 1998. Um, <laughs> we it was about the opening that ceremony. Yeah. Yeah. But on April 22nd, I think I'm a little ahead of myself with that. April 22nd, Walt Disney. Features uh, feature animation Florida opens at the Disney MGM Studios. Which is now Hollywood Studios. Yes. Mm-hmm. April 24th, the WB television program Sabrina the Teenage Witch Amazing. airs in USA. A teacher says, class trip to Florida, to which a student says, we're going to Disney World. Part of the show takes place at the location in Animal Kingdom. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Sabrina the Teenage Witch had gone to Animal Kingdom the year that it opened. That was a good episode. We yeah. watch it every once in a while. Mm-hmm. When we go to Florida, we always watch like all the TGIF shows that went to Florida. Yeah. Yes. Um, May 11th, Antigua and Barbuda issues 16 postage stamps depicting Winnie the Pooh and Friends. May 22nd, Tomorrowland at Disneyland reopens after an extensive remodeling. And the Rocket Rods attraction opens in Tomorrowland at Disneyland. It occupies the old People Mover track. We've never been to Disneyland. That's a place I'd like to go sometime. Mm-hmm. Yes, me too. Yeah. Well, November 19th, uh, the VH1 television network airs Hollywood and Vinyl, Disney's 101 Greatest Musical Moments. That'd be kind of neat to watch back. Yeah. Um, the Astro Orbiter attraction opens in Tomorrowland at Disneyland. Whoa, 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 whoa. Hold up. That opened in 1998 mm-hmm. and not 1958? Well, this is at Disneyland. Who knows if oh. it's a little bit oh. different. Disney, uh, <laughs> Disney Quest opens at Downtown Disney Westside in Walt Disney World. I don't think that lasted long. I think it lasted a little while, but not as long as they probably had hoped. Mike, you'll like this. This is... 
somewhat Disney related, but on June 10th, there's an episode of South Park that um, a map of Vietnam includes Futureland, showing a building that looks like Disneyland Space Mountain, as well as three other quote-unquote lands. So that was just them getting into pop culture. That's funny. Outside of, you know, why are you looking at me like that? Like you look confused. Because I love you. Oh, okay. And it confuses Uh, me. She's so mean, but I love her. June 16th. Dominica issues six postage stamps for the 70th anniversary of Mickey Mouse and Minnie Mouse. I gotta tell you, one thing I've learned in the past 25 years, Mickey Mouse has more anniversaries than like anyone I know. I know. Yeah. They also issued postage stamps depicting a scene from The Lion King. Somebody see if they can figure out this joke. Mickey Mouse, it seems like Mickey Mouse has anniversaries every year. I get it. All right, I just stopped the show. Punch him in the butt! All right, no. June 19th, Disney releases the Walt Disney Pictures animated feature film, Mulan, to theaters in the USA. So June 19th, 1998, Mulan was in the theaters. Um, also on that same day, June 19th, the Uptown Theater in Marceline, Missouri, holds the world premiere of the Disney animated video release, The Spirit of Mickey. Ooh. Mm. July 1st, the Gambina issues 20 postage stamps depicting scenes from Mulan. Uh, July 4th, in Fort Wayne, Indiana, Mickey's Hometown Parade is performed. A resident of the city was the first prize winner in an essay writing contest, and I guess that was the prize. And on July 11th, in Platteville, Wisconsin, they had the same thing where uh, essay winner or essay writer won that as a prize. July 15th, 1998, the Disney Magic cruise ship arrives at Port Canaveral, Florida for the first time. I'm still not sure if I'd want to do a Disney cruise. I'm not sure if I'd want to do a cruise, period. But yeah. I don't think I would mind doing a Disney cruise. It's just, you're on a boat. Mm-hmm. July yeah. <laughs> 1998, date was not given, that a star on the Walk of Fame on Hollywood Boulevard is created in honor of Roy O. Disney. Nice, nice. Mm-hmm. July 20th, the live-action feature film The Parent Trap premieres in Los Angeles. And July 25th, the Coral Isle Cafe Restaurant opens in the Great Ceremonial House in the Polynesian Village Resort of Walt Disney World. All right. July 30th, the actual Disney Magic set sail for the first time. The one day it just kind of arrived at the port. And then And then July 30th, it took off. And then at what point did some fellow just jump off the boat because he had to go buy milk? Right. Or he just had to go to the store for some reason? Because that would be me. Yeah. On August 1st, the Bahamas issues two fifty cent postage stamps, daytime and nighttime, depicting Castaway K and a ship of the Disney Cruise Line. No Winnie the Pooh? That'd be cool. No. Yeah, that would be. Because they're very into Winnie the Pooh. The, on, big year. On September 10th, the United States Postal Service issues a 32 cents postage stamp depicting Snow White's Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs as part of a series of memories of the 1930s. And on September 15th, for those of 
you that like golf, the Buena Vista Golf Club, like Buena Vista changed its name to the Disney uh, Village Clubhouse. If they like golf, they're probably not listening to this podcast. I'm going to be honest with you. Right. Yeah. <laughs> On September 20th, the episode of The Simpsons aired where uh, it had Sherry Bobbins as Mary Poppins. It's a good episode. Yeah, I like that episode. Did you cry? No. Mm. Because it was not actually Mary Poppins. It was just a Simpsons depiction. Of so her. Sherry Bobbins is in the same category as me. Not enough to make you cry. Yeah. All right. October 7th, the Buzz Lightyear's... Space Ranger Spin attraction opens at Magic Kingdom Park at Walt Disney World. On um, October, it doesn't have the date, 18 new Disney legends are recognized, including Dick Van Dyke, animator Bill Toledo, and voice actor Catherine Boomount, who she, I believe, did the voice of Wendy, and she did Alice. In Alice in Wonderland. But she did Wendy from nice. Peter Pan. Um, October 29th, Gagne issues eight postage stamps depicting Tigger's Happy New Year. That must have been the year of the tiger or something like that, I'm imagining. Mm-hmm. Um, November 8th, the title When You Wish Upon a Star is a reference to the Disney song When You Wish Upon a Star. Makes sense. From the film Pinocchio. Right. And I just want to clarify to anyone who's listening... Does anyone here know the difference between a tigger and a tiger? Oh. The wonderful thing about tiggers is tiggers are a wonderful thing. The tops are made out of rubber. The bottoms are made out of spring. Right. Yeah. So, next time you're at the zoo, you want to go Keep check to see mind. if it's a tiger or a tigger. You know what to do. Right. On November 22nd, 1998, the Hollywood Kick and the Vine <laughs> Cafeteria of the Stars opens at Disney MGM Studios. Walt Disney World, and on the 23rd of November, the Kona Cafe opens at the Polynesian Village Resort. That's a place we haven't ever gone, but I've always heard really good things about Kona Cafe. Me too. Me mm-hmm. too. Yeah. On November 25th, 1998, A Bug's Life hit theaters in the U.S. I like A Bug's Life. Yeah. Um, I think it glorifies it, though. I think the movie glorifies A Bug's Life. I don't think it's that... Yeah, it's that's spectacular. Yeah, I think it is. And speaking of Bugs Life, to continue on that, in December, they don't have the date, but it says the Bug Life's film has grossed $100 million in the U.S. That's a lot of money. And, like, it came out on uh, November 25th, and, like, a month later, not even, because it doesn't have a specific date, it already had made a million dollars. I'm trying $100 to remember. million, dollars, sorry. I'm trying to remember, like, how big it was. Then I don't know. I was busy working. Right. On uh, December twenty third, the Cirque du Soleil begins performing at Downtown Disney. That's way back when it was Downtown Disney and not Disney Springs. That's how old I am. And then uh, just says year total attendance of Disneyland Paris during the year Paris twelve point five million. The Tokyo Disneyland had seventeen point five million. And North American theater market share, ticket revenue, Disney was number one in in um, movies, in the theaters. Wow. Yeah. That's all I have. That it's was a lot. lot. That it was, was a lot. big year. Mm-hmm. 1998 was a big year for The Ed and Winnie the Pooh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We Apparently. had big years there. I'd never got a stamp, though. 
No. I've made a lot of merch. I need to figure out... I how to get a stamp. How mm-hmm. I need to make myself a stamp. Actually, I think I could actually use on the stamp me and Steamboat Willie could be hanging out because Steamboat Willie is now public domain. Yeah. And Winnie That's the Pooh. Right. Yeah. Winnie the Pooh, Steamboat Willie, and me on a stamp. I got to figure it out. Right. That would be that life podcast stamp. Yeah. And the teenager over here is yawning. She's yawning. tired. All right. So I just... Was kind of perusing the wrestling rosters and a lot of these uh, wrestling organizations that we so dearly love were not around yet. So I'll just kind of talk about some of the wrestlers on these rosters that could use mm-hmm. figures that have not yeah. had figures and with all the different companies making new retros and new figures. Who 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 deserves some? Uh, let's see, Harvey Wimpleman. Was a manager, but I do believe one of these uh, smaller tiered uh, companies that are making retro figures is going to make a Harvey Wimpleman. That would be interesting. I don't know. I always liked Harvey Wimpleman. If you watch the sh- the Rocks TV show that you can find on Peacock, uh, I think it ended, but you'll see uh, Harvey Wimpleman. Whippleman. I don't say wimp. Wimpleman. Whip. Whippleman was depicted quite a bit in that show. Okay. Uh, uh, let's see. We This is all WWF, WWE, and Goji just drank my water, so I have a decision to make. <laughs> uh, China's had one. Al Snow. I don't know if anyone's made an Al Snow lately. That would be a good one. You make a, a, a retro of him. I'm trying to remember if I remember somebody saying Al Snow is coming out, but I I don't think so. Yeah, because of course then you have the head. Yeah, you have the head with them. Uh, Draws and actually this would be I have not heard of anyone making a draws. Uh, That would be per not perfect, but he has just passed away, so I'm surprised nobody's jumped on that. Jumped on that. Yeah, Draws who I was actually kind of a fan of at the time, and then he. Worked with one of the new Legion of Doom teams. Mm-hmm. They made him into a, a road warrior. So a Draz one would look good. Yeah, it would. Especially a retro. Mm-hmm. Like do the Hasbro. Or even if the Major Pod did a Bendy. I could see that. Uh, the Headbangers both have had uh, figures come out as of lately. I think the Major Pods made Bendies of them. And I think the retros have been made of them. Uh, Scorpio, two core Scorpio. At the time, he was Scorpio in WWE, but I definitely think we need some more two core Scorpio mm-hmm. merch out there. That's true. Uh, there was a fake micro brawler that was made of him, but I think that's it. So I think somebody needs to find two core Scorpio and have some made. Uh huh. Have some retros made. Uh, let's see who else is in WWE at the time. Val Venus. I don't know if there's been one made of him, but that's kind of. Brooklyn Brawler. We need some Brooklyn Brawler. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And uh, and especially these retros are being made. That would be perfect, like, as far as time frame, because that's the kind of era they really go for. Yeah. We have, actually, a Brooklyn Brawler hanging up. Uh-huh. Uh, that's an old one. All right. Let's talk about some WCW. WCW. Barry Horowitz, we met. He's mm-hmm. cool. He was a, yeah. Yeah. He was a... Enhancement talent, they call it. Mm-hmm. Enhancement talent. He did not win a lot. And I don't particularly remember him in WCW. Uh, 
Buff Bagwell, Mr. Perfect. I don't think anyone's made a... You know what? I think Mr. Perfect just had WWE uh, make one. Oh, yeah. So he must have, or whoever has this thing, must have a Legends deal. Mm -hmm. And that's what you have to be careful of. Here's one. There was a micro brawler made of Glacier. But definitely need some more Glacier merch. Are you yeah, aware of Glacier or no? Huh? Are you aware of who Glacier was or no? Yeah, I know Glacier. He did not have a long run, mm-hmm. but he did have a... He was pretty popular at the time. Yeah. Disco Inferno. Disco Inferno. They should make um, a Simpsons figure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Who is it? Disco... It's Disco Stew. Stew. Disco Stew and yeah. Disco Inferno. Mm-hmm. Hanging out together in a two-pack. Yeah. Cool. That would be fun. Uh, what else we got? Who else was wrestling at the time? Marty Jannetty was in WCW. Kidman, Laparca, they could have cool figures. Laparca would be a beautiful figure. Yeah. Uh, man, uh, Ming. Mm. Now she's yawning. This is hurting my feelings. Sorry. We just talked about how much we all love wrestling, and now everyone's yawning. It's really hurting my feelings at this time. Uh, Steve Mongo McMichael. He was a yeah. four horse. Former Chicago Bear, one of my favorite Chicago Bears of all time. Then he uh, started wrestling in WCW and became a Four Horsemen member. How many people can say that? Probably a lot, but it's still pretty cool. Right. I mean, he was... About four, more than four people. Yeah, a lot more than four people. That would that would be a really cool retro. And you know what? You know, you know who should get a hold of that? Is um, Major Pod's buddy, the Major Wrestling Figure Pod's buddy, uh, heels and faces line. Yeah, yeah. Zombie Sailor, who's doing the heels and faces line. I would love to see Steve Mongo McMichael. Perhaps I shall tweet somebody that. Yes, because I think that is a great, great idea. Yeah, because then I don't think anyone probably has that licensing yet. Yeah, because why would they? Right. <laughs> I think that would be perfect. All right. Uh, the disciple. Was still in WCW. Terry Taylor, Vincent. Th- there's been stuff. I think Vincent uh, must have a Legends deal because I believe the WWE uh, Elite line of figures just did a build a figure of uh, Virgil, and that's Vincent. So I don't know. That's uh, some pretty interesting rosters going on at the time. It was an yeah. interesting time in wrestling, mm-hmm. and that was literally those rosters were. Uh, Active literally the day I started at work. That's so crazy. many years ago. Yeah, that's yeah. awesome. Uh, uh, if you've been listening, you know, uh, I have just random stories popping in. Mm-hmm. Popping in. But since we're talking, uh, this one I, I missed. I missed. This is a pretty funny story. So I'll just throw it down here and then we'll end the podcast. I'll just throw it down here because I just ended up, I'm looking at my water and I'm so thirsty. But the dog just had a nice slurp. Uh, since we're talking about the day I started, let me ex- tell you this story. This is one that didn't make uh, the little pod pod podcast uh, shorts there. Uh, when I first started at Lico, oh, so many years ago, I believe uh, we've talked about it, 25 or so. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, 25 and a half now. Uh, everyone there... I started there at the age of 19, I believe. 18 or 19, I believe. I believe I was 18 when we turned 19. Or 19 turned 20. Anyways, I was young. Everyone else there was not young. 
And <laughs> they were more experienced than me. Everyone there kept talking about people. Like, they were talking about this person is sleeping with this person. Did you hear about them going to jail? They were dating their cousin. They got caught with a gun. Who shot who? I, I'm a teenager. Almost your age. Mm-hmm. And I'm I'm sitting there wide-eyed and confused. I'm trying to learn a new job. But meanwhile, I'm looking around, listening to these people talking. I'm like, who am I working with? Is right. this what the adult life is supposed to be? Uh-huh. I was like, these people are nuts. It wasn't until two weeks or so, weeks went by, when I realized they all watched the same soap opera. That, <laughs> that's funny. That's, uh, funny. That, that was pretty So they're funny. talking about these people like they know them. Yeah. And you're thinking it's real life. I was sitting there like, oh my, who am I working they're talking with? like, I'm sure, first name basis. Yeah, like, yeah. Did you see what Jenny did to Well, Sally I know that and... one of the soap operas, Luke and Laura, were so big. Yeah. So there is, you're thinking Luke and Laura, like these are people that these people know. <laughs> I was I was just in shock and awe. I'm like, mm-hmm. that's funny. Uh, high like school that. wasn't this bad. What's going on? Uh, that's really funny. So that was it. That's our little Anna Anna Ed quits podcast. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We wanted to keep it light. Talk about more so the time span. Uh, it was it was a good job. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, it put a lot of food on the table. Hired a lot of lawyers. What? Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> It was a good job. Some fun times had had been there. And uh I think that's it. That's this is a long podcast, but uh lucky you, you got to listen to all of it. Mm-hmm. Peace, love and fried chicken. <laughs>